Hello again, lovely listeners. This is Tony Coe of the Refinement Not Retirement podcast, the show that brings you the RNR method, which says refine, don't retire. So I'm in the studio on my own today. I know that uh, a lot of you are have been saying, what about part four of the narrowboat experience? You left us um, in the lurch and we'd love to hear about that. Um, well, we are looking for a time when we can get together. That's Christine and I, my co-host and lovely wife, uh, when we can get together and uh, do that particular episode. Uh, it's just a question of finding enough time in, in the schedule. And we'll, we're looking forward to telling you about it. And thanks for the great feedback on the um, the, the previous episodes with regard to our tickety-boo experience. But today I'm here on my own Sorry about that, uh, but I want to tell you about a couple of things. Uh, we have launched a companion blog uh, to go along with the podcast show. And the idea behind that uh, is really that we want to be able to show you some visuals. I know we're doing a video, you know, you can see us recording our episodes uh, as live uh, on uh, YouTube and on Spotify. Uh, but uh, we uh, we don't actually put up visuals that go along with the narrative. Uh, it's far too complicated for us. Uh, so uh, what we're going to do is put some visuals in our blog. Uh, so our new blog. So you can find that refinement, uh, not retirement blog on uh, Google's Blogspot. But the easiest way to find it is to use my name domain, which is tonyco.com. T-O-N-Y-C-O-E dot com, and that will take you directly to the new blog. Uh, I also wanted to uh, have a chat with you about a subject which Christine, I know, will not want to talk about because it's just not on up her street at all. Uh, and it, and But it's very much up mine. So I wrote, uh, I've been hearing a lot about artificial intelligence. It fascinates me. Uh, gadgets have always... Uh, um, fascinated me uh, I've always when I was uh, running our company I was always wanting to get the latest tech um, uh, uh, since the beginning of time actually since going back to the Apple II and I remember getting um, getting the first word processors uh, that were in the the business um, and uh, loved every I've always loved technology even though I'm not uh, particular i'm not techie really but i love using it so it's a bit like you know i love driving cars but haven't got a clue what's going on under the bonnet uh so since i've since quitting work uh, i've had time to concentrate on some of the things that interest me and one of those is as artificial intelligence been fascinated by what's happening fascinated and a little bit frightened by what's <laughs> what's happening to be honest uh, but you all will have heard about chat g PT, uh, which is sort of model language type artificial intelligence, um, and people have been using it to write blog posts, write video scripts, write even podcast scripts for for those who want to do it that way. Um, and I thought that I would just have a little go with it, uh, and I asked Chat GPT. You can find it. You can try it yourself. Uh, I'd encourage you to do so. It's quite uh, well. It's it's entertaining and it's uh, exciting. Uh, just go to just put Chat GP Chat GPT. Must get that right into uh, Google and it'll come up there. Uh, 
and you can open an account for free and you can have it do all sorts of things. I mean, I, I read in the, uh, in, in, the, in the newspaper about a journalist who asked it to uh, write a letter of complaint to his local uh, council because they hadn't, I don't know, renewed his bin or some very boring thing. And he did that and they wrote it, they, it, the machine, wrote a perfectly adequate letter. And he said he didn't even edit it. He just sent it off and it did the trick and uh, saved him, obviously, a lot of time. So anyway, I thought I would give this thing a go. So I asked ChatGPT to write a blog post on the theme, Refine, Don't Retire. And let's face it, it's not that straightforward a concept, but I was uh, was quite, well, it, it, it produced the blog post before my eyes in seconds I'll, I'll read you what it says you can actually if you go to tonyco.com uh you can actually go have a look at uh, the blog post is headed i asked chat gpt to write a blog post for us and here's what it came up with uh, you can actually see this there but uh uh here is what it came up with before my very eyes as i say in seconds Retirement has long been considered the ultimate goal for working individuals, the light at the end of the tunnel that signals a life of leisure and relaxation. But is that really the case? More and more people are starting to rethink the idea of retirement, realizing that it may not be the best option for them. So you can see it's kind of on the right lines, even though this is quite a nuanced subject, really. Uh, I didn't think it was going to be able to make a lot of sense of why we were saying refine, don't retire. But uh, it seems to be on the right lines, doesn't it? I'll continue with what it said. Instead, they are choosing to refine their lives, continuing to engage in activities that better suit their lifestyle and passions. What does it mean to refine your life instead of retiring? Great question. It means taking a step back and reevaluating your priorities and goals and then making changes to your life that allow you to achieve those goals. This could mean pursuing hobbies, traveling, volunteering, or spending more time with loved ones. It could also mean exploring new interests or skills that you've always wanted to learn. One of the benefits of refining your life instead of retiring is that it allows you to continue doing activities that you find fulfilling and meaningful. Many people derive a great deal of satisfaction and purpose from their hobbies and interests. And the thought of giving that up completely can be daunting. By refining your life, you can continue to pursue your passions and contribute to society in a meaningful way, while also maintaining a sense of purpose and accomplishment. Another advantage of refining your life is that it can provide financial benefits rather than relying solely on retirement savings. You can continue to pursue income opportunities and even build wealth through your endeavors. This can be especially important for those who haven't saved enough for retirement or who want to maintain their current lifestyle. Of course, refining your life isn't without its challenges. It can require a great deal of planning and preparation and it may take time to find the right balance between activities and other aspects of your life. You may also 
need to update your skills or pursue additional education in order to pursue new interests or endeavors. However, for many people, the benefits of refining their lives far outweigh the challenges. By continuing to engage in activities that suit their lifestyle and passions, they can enjoy a fulfilling and meaningful life well beyond traditional retirement age. In conclusion, the machine says, in conclusion, retirement is not the only option for individuals looking to transition into a new phase of life. Refining your life can provide a range of benefits from continued fulfillment and purpose to financial stability and independence. So, instead of thinking about retirement as the end of your active life, consider it an opportunity to refine your life and create a more fulfilling future. Well, I thought that was not bad, really. Not bad at all, On the definitely uh, on the right lines. And uh, so what do I think about that? Well, obviously, it doesn't know anything about me, and uh, it's not very personal. Uh, it's sort of quite generic. Uh, but then what can you expect? I mean, I give, gave it a very, very short brief um but i think it you know i think it did very well and it made me think uh well you know how people all the time are talking about artificial intelligence and saying it's going to wipe out a lot of jobs uh and i've been thinking about that quite a lot since the industrial revolution i mean automation has has been uh obviously it's been fantastic uh, but automation has been accused uh, by many of being something that will uh, eliminate jobs. And it, that was said right back when the in the, the dawn of the industrial, after the dawn of the industrial revolution, of course. But it never came to pass. In fact, the opposite happened. Automation increased productivity, which created growth and created more jobs. And I've found that, you know, in, in since um, so th throughout my career, uh, I, I can remember when I very first started working in an office, there was something called a typing pool. You know, where there were lots of secretaries who would just type stuff uh, all day long. Um, and in the very early days, uh, even before my time, uh, when they didn't have uh, copiers, Typing pools did the copying. They they copied out documents. Uh, bank statements used to be typed out by actual typists. Uh, and, of course, when uh, we started getting better equipment, typewriters and, well, better typewriters and then eventually were processors and so on, uh, there was lots and lots of talk of this is going to eliminate jobs, but it didn't. It created jobs. That was all throughout my career. That was the case with all the new, all the new stuff, the techie ga gadgets that came in. But I th there's something that feels different about this artificial intelligence because, in a way, it's thinking, um, and it's it, it, so it's it's adding something which is not just straightforward photocopying or, or you know, mindless stuff. It has a mind in a way, um, and. You can see that in what it's produced in seconds, really. On, as I say, not a straight, not really a straightforward subject. So I do think that we 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 may well be um, moving into a a different phase of automation now. Um, 
and it's it's a, a phase that I think is bound to eliminate jobs. And when I think, you know, I, I was discussing with my son-in-law who um, who is a writer um, and and uh, has done a, a lot of uh, copywriting, you know, writing advertisements or scripts for videos, that sort of thing. And he was saying how it's coming in, how artificial intelligence is coming into his industry. And it is, you know, you can get stuff done, whereas you, you, an agency would have, you know, would have to go out and ask writers to write, you know, shampoo advertisement script or whatever. And it, this artificial intelligence can produce a very, very good first draft, if you like. Um, and when I think about it, that is... I think about my working life. I do enjoy writing. I've always enjoyed writing, although mainly I've done it for business purposes. But uh, I have always used staff that have that have worked with me. Um, I've always used them to produce a first draft for me, uh, and and then I build on that, uh, and. Sometimes they produce absolutely, they have in the past produced absolutely abysmal first drafts. Um, and I haven't been very kind in my response sometimes. Uh, so if you're listening and you know you, you've experienced that from me, I apologize. Um, but uh, having a first draft, even if it's pretty poor, for me, it's better than having a completely blank canvas uh, because it gives me something to improve on. And I, I find that that saves my time. So that's what I think. That's the way I would use this. And that's indeed, I'm going to demonstrate in a minute, but that's that's uh, indeed what I thought here with this. I thought this draft, this, this what I've just read to you, and you can read it on the tonyco.com blog. Um, that was that fulfilled the role of what I would have traditionally got a staff member to do. And I, th I have to say that that work product is a hell of a lot better than I'm used to getting from humans as a first draft. Uh, so I think there's a huge potential here for jobs to be eliminated by this stuff. But anyway, let's go back to what we were doing. So I've read you the uh, the machine's effort, the first draft. You can revisit that by going to tonyco.com, looking on the Refinement Not Retirement blog, uh, and you'll see my article on that. And then you'll see a follow-up article on it, which I'm going to go to now to remind myself of where we were uh, the, the next uh, blog post is called tony's rewrite of the machines blog post so there we were i took the um i took the the first draft uh, produced by the machine chat gpt and i used that first draft as a basis a launch pad if you will for producing my version and here's what i wrote you might think it's actually worse, but <laughs> the main thing I wanted to do is to sort of personalize it. So I started out in very much the same way. So I'll read, read to you what I wrote. Retirement has long been considered the ultimate goal, the light at the end of the tunnel that signals a life of leisure and relaxation. But is that really still the case in the modern world? So see that the, the opening is not that 
much different to the machines opening. More and more than I continue in my blog, my rewrite, more and more people have started to rethink the idea of retirement, realizing that it may not be the best idea to put off good things in life, the good things in life, until maybe it's too late to enjoy them. Christine and I are noticing that this shift in mindset is especially true of younger people today, like our four lovely daughters, for example. They have instead chosen to refine their lives in ways that provide them and their families with a good, wholesome lifestyle. When Christine and I were young, it was all about work, work, work. The concept of work-life balance was never talked about in those days. I pretty much missed my children growing up, other than those special occasions when I was able to spend some quality time with them, such as on precious family holidays. My primary focus in those years had to be, I believed, on earning money to pay the bills and trying to achieve a measure of financial stability. There's been a big change in this outlook. Younger people are now choosing to pursue work-life balance as their priority ahead of trying to earn big money. They want to spend time with their children and partners, and they want to pursue their passions, their happiness. Christine and I also made this same shift in mindset, but we did so later in life. When it dawned on us that our lives were speeding by, while we concentrated largely on our business, we decided belatedly to start refining our lives so that we could truly enjoy the fruits of our labors. And boy, was it a good decision to start that process when we did. Indeed, we wished we'd started it earlier. To our minds, the earlier you can start the refinement process, the better. What does that involve? Well, for us, it involved taking a step back and reevaluating our priorities and goals and making the life changes that allowed us to achieve those goals, like pursuing hobbies, travel plans, and especially spending more precious time with our loved ones. It didn't mean giving up work altogether. Few people have that option. But it did mean working less and working in different ways. We tweaked our pattern of working to best suit the lifestyle we'd chosen. When I think about this idea, the old adage that comes to my mind is that we should work to live instead of living to work. Christine and I came to this conclusion around the time of the 9-11 attacks on New York. It was a time when we were working too hard on our business, doing a lot of international travel to drum up work. Most of our corporate clients were in North America, so we spent a lot of time in the United States and in Canada. We enjoyed being in that part of the world very much. So in a sense, we were already beginning to tread the right track. 
The horror of the 9-11 attacks brought into sharp focus the preciousness of our short time on this planet. Then, in our mid-40s, we wanted to spend less time flying back and forth and more time doing the things we loved to do. We loved America, and we loved sunshine, so we decided to buy a second home in southwest Florida. We also loved living in a beautiful part of central London, South Kensington, where we had our office as well as our home. But we didn't so much love the winter weather in England. So breaking off just a moment from reading you my rewrite here, I just wanted to say uh, this buying a home in Florida was very much a big shift in our life in the direction that we wanted to do of refinement. It was a refinement. And we're going to be talking about that in one of our, well, probably it may, be, it may take several episodes, but we'll be talking about that on, on the podcast. A lot of interesting stuff to bring out there, and I hope you enjoy it. But getting back to my rewrite, here we go. Getting that second home in the sunshine state was one of the biggest and best life refinements we ever made. For 12 years, we spent the summers in London and our, quote, winters, you can't really call them winters, <laughs> winters in southwest Florida. Christine and I have since made many other refinements, which you can hear all about in our podcast. Based on our experience, we strongly feel that the younger you can start making refinements to your life, the better. We have so little quality time on this earth. When you're young, it's easy to think that you have unlimited time to get to the point where you can maximize your enjoyment of the things you love to do the most. But that point may never arrive. We are strong advocates for making life refinements early instead of focusing on the day when you hope to retire, a day which may never come. Think A-B-R. Always be refining. Deciding what refinements to make and how to make them can be challenging, but the process of doing so can be fulfilling, exciting, and a lot of fun. Refining your life as you're living it can provide heaps of benefits from continued fulfillment and purpose to even improving your financial position, which certainly was the case for us. So instead of thinking about retirement as the end goal, consider quitting, reducing, changing your work when and wherever you can. Take every opportunity to refine your life. Learn more of our thoughts on the subject by tuning into our podcast. So that's the end of my rewrite, which I hope you will agree is a bit of an improvement. Uh, it needed to be personalized. It needed to you know, speak to people uh, in a way that I think the, the machine version didn't quite do it was a bit dry like a school sort of textbook type type of thing but as i say wow you know it was a big help because it 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 was a track for me to run on and i find that 
have always found that very very useful as i say it was they were human produced drafts for all my uh, working career but now this is this is a fantastic tool i believe and uh, you know i've only scratched the surface of it there i'll be making more and more use uh use of that uh but uh, i hope you found that useful please try chat gpt and there's and um Google have bought an, another one out, which um, I've had a little go with, but can't really talk much about at the moment because I haven't got had enough experience. But the, their version is Bard, B-A-R-D, uh, and it seems to work in a very, uh, very similar way. So I think, uh, of course, the, the the scary aspect of artificial intelligence, um, which I know the, the sort of great tech minds of the world, people like Elon Musk and Steve Hawkins, uh, now sadly gone, uh, and who else? Bill Gates and others. Um, the scary aspect of it is that this the potential of artificial intelligence is just mind-blowing because uh, as it gets smarter and smarter, particularly its ability to improve itself, once that process is started, um, the scary thing is just how fast it will become superior to us i mean i think that's a given it's going to you know think of the time it takes us to learn for instance even to speak uh you know you with artificial intelligence you know you it can make these improvements to itself um in faster and faster time exponentially uh and it has been said for instance that our our intellectual abilities you can liken to a chicken's in relation to what artificial intelligence is going to be capable of so once it has that ability and um you know maybe uh, you know i always think i love the films the the movie series the terminator i've always loved it but you know you remember that you remember that big thing in the in the story about when the tech uh, became self-aware and essentially took over the world right uh and you know this artificial intelligence might come to the decision that the human species should be wiped out and i can't see that there's any, there would be any way for us to compete with it um so it needs this has got to be very carefully managed you know we we, we realize that nuclear and chemical weapons have to be very carefully managed and that's proving to be an enormous challenge and that they don't think do they i mean they require humans to do to do make all the all the going but artificial intelligence will make its own going so that's awfully scary and i can understand why the likes of um bill gates elon musk and and, and steve hawking for instance were were, have all have repeatedly said that we need to be awfully careful in fact i think they've there's a, a group of them that has called caused essentially for a freeze um in in the development of artificial intelligence while we take a pause and, and think about how we're going to um preserve our safety i suppose is the best way of looking at it but anyway i don't want to get too um too into the dark areas i think what i've seen of this artificial intelligence it, it, i think there are some fantastic improvements to uh human lifestyles that can be achieved um through its judicious use uh so i hope that that was useful uh in closing i would say we have now officially launched our our, our podcast um and 
we're you know we're getting some really great feedback thank you for that um and uh we're now in the in the process of talking to potential guests there we have floated various subjects that we're going to be talking about like veganism for instance was a, what we consider to be a refinement to our lives and other people have got very different views about that uh so we want to uh, be talking about that our favorite sport which was another refinement in our life of pickleball we're going to be talking about that um and you know just so many other things uh that uh that just we've got so many ideas and we also the most important thing is to talk about ideas that you you are interested in we want to be driven by the interests of our listeners our, our audience uh so you know please get in touch i mean you can do it via the blog that i mentioned tonyco.com t-o-n-y-c-o-e.com uh, you can do it via a Facebook page, which we're um, we're getting into uh, bringing along. So the, the blog and the Facebook page, all of the same title, Refinement, Not Retirement. Uh, we're going to be bringing those along. They're going to have images on them, but you can also um, interact there and give us your feedback, please. Give us comments. You can do it by direct message if you prefer not to go. You know, be, I know a lot of people prefer to just give their views um uh in private and i totally respect that so uh any way you want to get your views uh, to us voice messages we love voice messages and uh, if we have your permission we can even include include those in a, in a show uh so uh go ahead and uh, please continue to give us your your great feedback uh, share the podcast uh, we want to build our audience obviously over time and your help you can help us do that and we would love you to do that if you're interested in being a guest on the show uh, and a number of you have already come forward on that and that's fantastic um uh, please please um reach out to us and uh, we can talk to you about what you want to talk about and uh, have some fun that's what it's all about isn't it so anyway for now uh, it's just goodbye from me. Uh, so goodbye from me until next time, which would, should be the part four of the narrowboat experience, which we're very much uh, looking forward to telling you all about. Bye for now. <laughs>